thanks for joining the show, man. Thank thanks you. for having me. You are a uh, world-renowned musician and, and uh, fans all over the world. So for you to, to come here on your Monday and have a beer with us and, and share your story, My thank pleasure. you for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I sound like a broken record. This is another person that we've had on that I've been listening to for almost 20 years. Yeah. So yeah. It's oh, wow. like, I'm elated to be here. Yeah. It, it, for, the show on Saturday was amazing. Uh, I, I'm so excited I get to sit down and chat with you. And Thank you so ask much. Some, ask some questions that I've always wanted to ask you. you oh, know? We're going to hit you with the hard ones too, man. So. Let's go for <laughs> it. Let's do it. No, that's been exciting too to see Marshall, uh, you know, because where I grew up in Ohio and just kind of the music scene that, that uh, you know, music that my friends and I grew up listening to, um, you know, a lot of the bands that I'm, we're meet, I'm meeting through this uh, are, are new to be to me. Uh, and it's exciting and, and I love what you guys do, but it's a different level for this guy. He, okay. I, I cannot believe he stays as calm as he does he's like dude that's your tom ben horn <laughs> <laughs> my watch will tell you what my heart rate is though and don't look <laughs> yeah uh well so um like i said thanks for joining the show uh where where did this whole journey begin with you for you not just the music like where did you grow up uh well that's an interesting question yeah. uh i i started growing up in israel and then okay. my family decided to move to the u.s and okay. try it out for like a, a year and a half and that ended up being like more like nine years. Okay. So I grew, actually grew up in Brooklyn. Gotcha. That, okay. That's why I sort of don't really sound like Israeli, but mm-hmm. I don't really sound like an American either. I, okay. I just have like a mix of all these uh, cultures and vibes in my language, so no one can really pinpoint. Yeah. I like that. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like you could be from Brooklyn. Well, exactly. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, used, I used to New have York a thick Brooklyn accent as a kid, and that's hilarious. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I lost it along the way. Spent a, a lot of time in California and, okay. and in Europe, so... I don't know. I sound like a mix. But uh, yes, so I grew up in Brooklyn, uh, moved back to Israel when I was uh, 14. Okay. And then I was like, wow, I really need to get out of here. I don't want yeah. to do the army service because, you know, army service is oh, mandatory. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I had just discovered uh, uh, Nirvana, and that led to punk rock eventually, nice. and that changed my world. And I was like, this is what I want to do with yeah. my life. I, I want to... I want to play music. Yeah. So uh, army yeah. wasn't part of that plan. No, no. no. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I think many many people aren't sure of what they want to do yeah. at at that age, uh, and so they're like, "All right, I'll do the army for three years, and and when I get out, I'll figure it out." Yeah. But I, I saw that for me personally as a waste of time. Yeah. Like I, I really wanted to be fully invested in music. And once I was done with school, which I uh, flunked as well, I dropped out of twelfth <laughs> uh, grade. Yeah, it's, it's just doesn't go well with the, when you have music in your head all day. Yeah. Well, especially so, punk, right? You know, there's nothing punk about a gra- you know a high school diploma. I mean, I, I would <laughs> love. I, I left my high school diploma. I think they wanted like 15 bucks for it if I translated to the U.S. money. Yeah, they wanted, and I was like, nah, nah. I'll just keep that money, save it for like a meal in the states. <laughs> yeah. So, like, well, was music part of your life growing up? Like, were yes. your family like family into music yeah, and things so, like that? So. My mom used to take me to all these like uh, concerts and uh, you know classical concerts when I was like a, a baby. This and is in Brooklyn. Uh, no, this is in Israel. Okay, okay. And I, I was in, I was in the womb actually. Like, yeah. You know she was uh, uh, taking me all around to these like uh, classical uh, things. So I think uh, I absorbed that. And then when I was four, I saw a musical youth in uh, Israel. Okay. Remember that band, Past the Duchy. So that. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. So that was my first real concert. Okay. And. Uh, yeah, and she, she plays on so many instruments, and, and my dad is a sculptor, so uh, okay. art and music uh, went hand in hand in my household, and yeah. and yeah, so I was always either drawing or like making noise or trying to sing or 
banging on pots and pans or whatever. So this was like when you were a teenager too, right? Banging, <laughs> banging on pots on and pots pans. And pans yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Making noises. By that point, I, I I really need wanted a guitar. So okay. that that was uh, I got my first guitar when I was uh, 14, okay. 13, 14. Yeah, it's kind of like a bar mitzvah present. Nice. And what, I, I actually worked for it. I, I worked with my father in construction, so it wasn't a bar mitzvah present. I think they held off the bar mitzvah money. Okay. So I worked <laughs> with him uh, in construction. I was terrible at that. I was like, you know, moving bricks from side to side, and then I was like, what now? And he's like, all right, do that. And then I was like, what now? And I ended up just burning stuff on the furnace over there. And he's like, all right, you suck at this. I'll just, uh, I'll just get you the guitar. Yeah. And we'll call it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Good so, effort. Yeah. Well, so it sounded like it pretty early on. There was that vision. Like it was. Yeah. You know, like you said, like I, for me, I, it wasn't until I was 38 that I had a little inkling of what I wanted to do. By the time I was 40, I'm like, okay, this is the path, right? Yeah. You were a teenager, and it sounded like it was pretty clear. Yeah, well, it was either that or going out to be a wrestler, but I don't think that. <laughs> you, like you know, WWF style? You know how we I all grew up that. on that. So oh, yeah. we, all, we all wanted to be Hulk Hogan or uh, Iron Cheek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. But that, yeah, but yeah, even in my uh, school year, um, not, not high school, well, uh, like, uh, uh, the eighth grade yeah. uh, uh, yearbook. Uh, if you look under my name, so uh, it said that I, I want a band and I want to play music. I, nice. I really knew. I really knew that that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. And so where where do you go with that then? Like as yeah, how to start? Yeah. Right. Well, I I formed um, my first band like around fourteen and a half, fifteen, yeah. and you know, kind of like trying, figuring stuff out. And I found out about Useless ID when I because they were already a band. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So I was I was this little kid that was like, uh, wow, I got to see these guys perform. And I heard all these stories about like California. And one of the guys was there for a while, and he saw Bad Religion. So I, you know how you are. You're like, oh my god, I got to see. Yeah. So yeah. So eventually, uh, I found myself in uh, in their uh, rehearsal because my band rehearsed before them at the same rehearsal space, so I stayed and listened, and, you know, that was a wow for me. That, yeah. Like, Useless ID for us when we were, like, 14, 15 was, like, no effects, you know? Okay, yeah. It was, like, older kids doing it the right way. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like, a few years later, uh, they were uh, the, the bass player left because he had to do Army services, and yeah. I was offered the spot, even though I wasn't a bass player, but I bought a bass for the occasion. <laughs> yeah. Learned the songs, and... And uh, yeah, I was in for like two shows. Yeah. They flew to the states, and they they were here in the uh, Bay Area for like six or eight months. And so I, I couldn't do that. I had the last year of uh, high school. But okay. once they came back, I rejoined, and and then I I went on tour with them. That was like when I was eighteen. Okay, so, with yeah. useless ID. Yeah, yeah. As the I, bass player. I, yeah, as the yeah. bass player. Because I, I was looking for people that shared that same vision of just touring the world and and going and like uh you know doing that thing i really wanted to do it yeah and uh they were the right people yeah yeah and how was it crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think like uh like some people uh, get this uh these sort of life lessons in the army they say well i i learned to deal with this through being in the army well i learned it from being on the road, like yeah. sleeping on floors, uh, sometimes not eating yeah. uh, during the day, having like, a, you know, five bucks in my pocket. What, I, the second tour I actually did, I got I, I, I didn't work before the second tour. Big mistake. So I came in with a hundred bucks Ooh. and I ended up uh, lending the drummer uh, 50 bucks for the tour. I don't know how I agreed to that. <laughs> so I was just like making it by with $50. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how. Like just for weeks. For weeks, for weeks, yeah. <laughs> but you made Crazy. it. Crazy, but You're I here. made it. You're here. I'm here. So <laughs> it's these things that kind of like uh, 
give you a bigger life lesson sure. for, yeah. for later on. Like I always refer to those days and I really appreciate that everything that's happened to me and us and, yeah. you know, every, every it, it still to this day, every time I, I get somewhere and there's like a, a bed and like, a, you know, and, and not a floor. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, I really appreciate it. That's like, it's crazy. It's yeah. like, yeah. Uh, inside it's it's in my blood yeah. as uh, blast would say yeah <laughs> <laughs> well uh well recently too i saw uh you you, you guys were traveling you're doing your tour and yeah. someone jacked your car oh yeah. okay so, <laughs> so so at the moment we're not on tour my wife and i uh, okay. were uh, trying to relocate at the moment gotcha so everything's up in the air right now yeah but we're making the most of it so interestingly enough uh we bought a car off of uh, facebook marketplace it was kind of sketchy to begin with but we didn't expect for the for the price we paid yeah but it was still a, a decent chunk of money you know yeah. like uh i i would be i we were bummed to to lose that money but uh anyway so uh we got the car the the meter was way off like you know on the papers it was yeah. off and the the, the person on the papers, it, it was like some woman's name, and that wasn't the woman, like that wasn't the man that yeah. sold us the car. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyways, it was all sketchy. We did a bit of driving around. We parked the car, and we're like, all right, so let's go to Target tomorrow, buy some, uh, you know, some stuff and uh, clean, and you know, go to the DMV and register it under my name. Yeah. And we got we we got to the parking spot in the morning, and we're like, oh my god, the car's gone. God. <laughs> so I think I think the guy kind of like. He 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 saw it, uh, he he saw it right to just uh, swoop the car with his other pair of yeah. keys during the night, but I I kind of like uh, I don't know five, of course we we felt bad for the first five minutes but then we were like you know what let's try to tackle this the other way uh, yeah. maybe it's like a a blessing in disguise and we'll just open a GoFundMe yeah. and people uh, maybe would willing to help us and uh, you know by the end of the day we've. Uh, reached our goal and uh yeah. people uh, were kind enough to give us even a bit more so it, it was uh all right so that car wasn't supposed to happen we'll For be sure. smarter next time yeah we'll go to a proper dealer so yeah <laughs> so what you learn. don't know is the brake lines weren't working so they, they did a favor by stealing it back from you right yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no i i while we were driving i was telling her i think this car is stolen or something <laughs> i don't feel, feel it. i don't feel, feel safe on the road so. yeah well, the reason I brought it up was not so much for the story of the, of the the heartbreak of the stolen car, but was it was for, from the outpour of support from your fans. Yeah, because that's when I when I saw the post or saw an update or something. It was when you were like so grateful of like what the the fan base came out to yeah, do. Yeah, it was insane. Like so many wonderful people, uh, including Jeff and M from the label. <laughs> double helix records. Double helix records. <laughs> but uh, yeah, outpouring support and. Uh, I, I we were just uh, humbled and uh, I, I didn't know what to say. Yeah, it it it, it really saved us. It yeah, really yeah. got got this uh, bad feeling off our heads and uh, and even as I told you, even when it happened, I felt like uh, okay, this is probably supposed to happen because we, we were planning on driving to Arizona with this car, uh, and it's like I don't know six seven hours including traffic, yeah. and this car was kind of like wobbly on the road. Yeah, Maybe so. that's what it was. Maybe he felt bad. He's like, ah, yeah. they can't drive this they thing. Can't I'm, drive gonna, it. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> save them the trouble. Yeah. And just go ahead and take that back. Yeah, <laughs> whatever it was, yeah. we can th now thank him for it. Yes, absolutely. I was, I was super impressed though watching your guys' posts about it. And when you launched the GoFundMe, your positive attitude about it. That, that, uh, that's yeah. how we are. That's how. Uh, yeah. Well, and then after meeting you officially last Saturday, it was very clear that's exactly how you guys are. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 
I think I don't know. I I chose a kind of like a different lifestyle, and I'm uh, kind of dragging Paula into it with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she she's awesome, Willing really. She, yes. she puts up yeah. with all the stops and breaks, and maybe she could tell her own story at some point. Well, I learned the rules of life through yeah. being on the road with that crazy guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a book. That's yeah. a book in yeah, itself, yeah. for sure. And that yeah. was the title, too. Yeah. 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 Double, Double Helix Publishing coming yeah. up next. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I like that. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, so, yeah, PMA. Uh, I grew up uh, listening to Bad Brains, and that was instilled uh, from a young age. The yeah. whole positivity and, you know, listening to a lot of hardcore. So I try to keep with that. I spend... I spent my years in depression and not being happy and all that stuff. Yeah. So I know I'm better this way. Yeah. So and even when bad things happen, I tr I try to kind of go through it and keep keep a smile and keep yeah. keep a positive attitude. And, and the key word is try, right? Because sometimes we try and you can't quite get there. But yeah. put the effort in, right? Yeah. yeah Make a know. mental effort. Yeah. 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 And and like you know, two out of effort. three times it'll work. You exactly. Know? And yeah. <laughs> well, so so Marshall, how did you? What is your first memory of USUS ID? Oh, early two thousands, if okay. not yeah, yeah, uh, if not late nineties. I yeah. mean, I was in high school. I graduated in two thousand five, so it was like I don't know eighth grade probably. Okay. I started listening to USUS ID. Yeah. Through other means, you know, I was a, a, grunge, a grunge fan prior to that and alternative rock fan prior to that. Yeah. But punk rock was always like the early Bad Religion and Green Day and all that stuff was pretty prominent for me. Yeah. So Useless ID fit right in. <laughs> I feel that whoever's around our age uh, got into Useless ID or found out about us through the split we, we did with the Ataris uh, uh, back, I think it was like 98 or 99. Yeah. Couldn't write them in then probably. Yeah. Because, yeah, I listened to early Atari stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Question for you, right? So I, the Ataris, they did um, Boys of Summer mm -hmm. yep. cover. Yeah, I heard that you you pronounce it Adaris. I heard somebody on the radio they said that's something something Adaris. I'm like, what? Like it's the Ataris? No, that's one of the common mistakes about the. Is, yeah, so it is the Ataris. The Ataris. Yeah, that's Adaris what I've always said. Ataris. Uh, yeah. 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 Also, we, we've had our share of that usless, okay. usless idea. Usless <laughs> idea? One, one guy made youthful ID. Youthful ID. Yeah. Oh, dude. That's yeah. a cover band right there. Youthful or youthless. <laughs> I want one of those. Yeah. A youthful, yeah, that's like. Well, maybe you just had a lisp. Yeah. Like youthless. Youthless, <laughs> youthless yeah, ID. Yeah. That is true. That's a beer name right there. Uh, so, well. Anyways, uh, back to the beer real quick. I wanted to say oh. this is fantastic, man. I'm glad this you is like really it. good. I'm usually not a fan of amber beers, uh, but uh, it seems like the beers that you make, like even the Scotch Ales, the ones that are sometimes overly sweet, like malty, you nail, man. So <laughs> I just had to say that real quick. They're, they're some of my favorite styles, so I try not to fuck around. So, so then, where does the journey take you, right? So, how? I mean, you were with Useless ID for, I mean, how long? Well, we still are. Yeah, we okay. still am. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah, it took us all over the world. Yeah. Uh, Japan, almost 20 times. Okay. Like, uh, wow. it, it's weird. Like, uh, when our first record was released, uh, our first uh, uh, Kung Fu records yeah. record was released. So, you know, they send it out to uh, all distributions all over the world. But somehow it, it hit in Japan. Like, it, yeah. like, people really liked it because they like fast, energetic music. Yeah. So when we just got there, we weren't expecting much. We're like, all right, this is cool. But we were picked up from the airport. Uh, the first show was like, I don't know, like 300 people or maybe more in like this uh, packed room. Yeah. The next morning we were at Tower Records signing autographs and 
and the long line of people, and we're like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> we did big time, and, yeah, and, and and it got better, it got bigger, and uh, they kept bringing us back. So that's only one of the places, but we've been yeah. to Australia, uh, we've done several tours in the U.S., Europe, many many times. So yeah, it's just a part of our DNA, you know. Yeah. Well, that leads me to one of my favorite questions to ask yeah. on the session is. Yeah. Uh, at what point did you realize you had made it as a professional musician? I don't know if you... Uh, what, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, have a, I have an answer for that. <laughs> so making it, I think, first of all, you have to make it as a person. I, I don't uh, think it has anything to do with money. If, uh, if you were able to... Well, obviously, at the end of the day, it does, because you don't want to be sleeping outside <laughs> 50 bucks on tour with the right? hounds <laughs> yeah but if you're able to somehow make it work and you're like you wake up one morning and you're like this is what I do well like if someone asks me what, what do you do I'm, I'm, a, I'm an artist I'm a touring musician I live and breathe this 24-7 that's that's how I realized that I that I made it but that's what you mean as a person first like that yeah that yeah identity. people ask you like I could take this question in a direction of uh, how do you know you made it, and and like it, and it could be about money, like uh, sure. But um, that's why I like asking this question. Yeah, 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 so yeah, many yeah, different yeah. answers. Yeah. Well, well, I could tell you from my personal experience, there are like uh, just like my songs. There, are my songs. There are many highs and lows in this thing. Yeah. Not, <laughs> you don't get like a. I actually played bass for this artist in Israel, and that was my job for like nine years. And during that time. Uh, I was smart enough to keep doing my music, keep putting out useless ID records, start my solo stuff. So I didn't like just uh, didn't settle on that. Yeah, one. didn't yeah. settle on that. That was my job. But I realized that I don't want to do that. I want to be fully invested in my thing. I want to do this because this is what I'm here for. Yeah. And I mean, so uh, yeah, here I am. Like seven years later, I'm not sad. I'm not uh, penniless. So I, th I think that's what making it is about. Yeah. And it could only get better right so is this twice two times in a row that we've had the people realize that they've made it on the actual show yep no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Who, who's the other person M from survival guide yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. She, yeah Quick, she uh you could almost see the gears turning as she was thinking about the question yeah yeah uh, okay it's my it's, favorite part from that episode it's so cool though right because the uh to to the humbleness of of these artists, Marshall, right, is is because uh, it could be oh, it was you know when I was nineteen and we signed our first record deal. You could say that, right? But you take a bigger, more um, human approach to it, right? Where it's it's uh, like what is making it, right? Yeah, I mean, we've been on with Useless ID. We've been on giant tours. We've opened for this uh, one of the biggest bands in Germany. So we played to. I don't know, it was like 15,000 people a night. David Hasselhoff? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was D. Toten Hosen. I mean, oh, nice. That, that's their version of making it. We were just okay. along for the ride. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the years go by, and, and we're still touring, and we are still uh, and we still like being on the road, yeah. like not all the time, because, sure. you know, uh, things change. People have other responsibilities, and you know, people get married. <laughs> Yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Thank yeah. you. Um, but yeah, be, I think being able to still do it, and uh, I think that's what making it is. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, let's take a break real quick. All right. So we're back. Um, and so we kind of talked about the journey where you've kind of, you know, been through this whole thing. Um, what about the solo side of things? Because is that kind of, I don't want to say what you're leaning into at this point, but is that kind of taking the center stage? Yeah, 
as I mentioned before, it's it's kind of get it's kind of hard to get four people on the same page all the time. Sure. And for twenty years, right? Y- yeah, right. yeah. I, we were we were on the same page for the longest time because you know we were like when there's a tour we do it, uh, yeah. and we were just like uh, you know on it. But as time goes by and life happens, people have like other responsibilities. So I realized at some point that the solo only relies on me. Like uh, this, this is my thing. So yeah. if I, and, and I went on tour for like four years straight. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was lucky enough because I just didn't see anything else in my head. I was like, I'm just going to go, go play all over the world. Until I don't know until COVID happens. Yeah, <laughs> until no, something no. happens in yeah, just yeah. the world. I I I, I kind of <laughs> stopped a bit before that, but uh, luckily enough, uh, Paula got me on the right track of yeah. uh, realizing that I don't have to be on the road all the time. I I I could make this something uh, a, a bit less, but you know I'm still I'm, I wake up every morning and I'm, yeah. I'm I'm thinking all the time of ideas of like what next, what's the next song. Like yeah. so, it's, the wheels are turning always. So yeah. it's it's not as if like if I'm not playing a show, but you know the world changed so much. People are becoming so famous off of TikTok and all these, uh, you know, from just staying home and just yeah. posting stuff. So I I think just touring uh, all all year long kind of less makes less sense, and it makes less sense for me at the moment sure. as well because I I don't want to tour all year long. I want to keep it special. I want to keep the fire burning. So. Doing it in right in the right amount. Yeah, yeah. I mean, isn't that kind of the like? I guess the true goal of a of a artist is to do what you want to do. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, cheers to that, man. Cheers. Nice. Nice. Yeah, dude. That's uh, that's wow. badass, man. Because as we're as we're you know here, talking so. with. As we talk to different musicians and and to see the ones and it seems like everybody we've had on the show has fi- kind of found their own way of longevity, right? Uh, while some may be doing it full time, you know, like Corey from Hourglass Cats, like it's it's a piece of what he does. Right. Um, but well, I think that changes over time too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're still a young guy, yeah, you yeah, start playing with your idols and, yeah. and yep. touring. Uh, it changes a lot from when you're in your 30s. And yeah. Uh, you want to get married, and you need to spend time at home, and your priorities change a little bit, but you don't change who you are. You just have to adapt. Yeah. Was there ever a doubt? Was there ever a time like, you know what, man, I'm just going to get a job at, at doing doing this or doing that? Like, was there ever a doubt? Never. No? No. That's impressive, I, I, man. I like I, that. I, I said. <laughs> Not joining the yeah. Army. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> no. I <laughs> I mean, I, as, I, as I said, I did get a job. Well, it wasn't really a job. I it was, was offered still music. To, yeah, it was still music, and yeah. I learned a lot from that guy. So, and it influenced a lot of my songwriting. And I, I, yeah, I learned such a bunch from him, and I'm thankful for it. But I felt like after nine years, I, I don't want to like, you know, be with the next paycheck every month, and yeah. and have him like uh, every month send me like the next half a year of shows. So I'm like, all right, so I can't go anywhere during this time, or unless I go for two weeks. I wanted to be free from that. It's a golden handcuffs, man. I always <laughs> said that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Go, we call it the golden trap. The gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, it's it's. Yeah, no worries. Uh, you know, great, everything's yeah. happening. It's working, yeah. but I, I don't like to get too comfortable. Yeah, I, I you know if I'm getting too comfortable, I'm like something's wrong here. Well, yeah. what's the catch? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, 
the solo side of things, what do you think that that has brought to you personally, right? Like, because when you're, like you said, when you're in a band with people, there's all these different inputs, right? Especially successful, right? Everybody is very, very talented at what they do. Mm. So there's good input from everybody. When now you've got none of that and you can just really do what you want to do, right? And to add on to that, where do you want it to go? What's the, what's the goal with your solo project? Okay. So first to answer your question, uh, just being alone with myself and, because in the beginning, I was afraid to go on tour alone and just drive around alone. Sure. Because it meant driving around at night as well. So uh, it gets the mind going. And by yourself, me? Yeah, by myself. Yeah. Just yeah. me inside a car. So that was the beginning of it. And I discovered certain things about my, myself. Uh, like I discovered uh, that maybe I, uh, I didn't realize or I didn't know. And, you know, I, I, I just, I, I don't know. Like that alone time just uh, kind of put everything else away and it's like okay what are you, what do you, what do I really want to do with no distraction with not what anyone else tells me what I should do or should be doing yeah. or what we should be doing like me like that was my my way of rediscovering myself cuz I felt that some way I stopped paying attention to my inner self okay. like nah for for several years that was just kind of like going along with it yeah and i'm like i don't need to go along with where life brought me to i can kind of like cut it right here and start a different path start like what i think is good for me so so that that's what the that's what the solo gave me now as far as singing i found myself singing in so many weird awkward situations like uh uh, like this garage in russia and it was freezing (laughs) everyone was like i was with gloves i was just singing there with a hoodie and a and a coat and there was like the like a furnace that's that was going out and people were like you know with their hands so not a bar just a garage no a garage (laughs) like in the middle of nowhere and and this woman came up to me after the show, and she say, and she was in tears, and she's like, "Thank you so much. Your music uh, saved my life." And and it's like you know these experiences that yeah. you're like, what, where the hell has life brought me now with yeah. this new idea? So then, after doing that for a while, I show up at the studio at the Blasting Room with Bill Stevenson, and I start singing the next Useless ID record, and he's like, "Dude, what happened to your voice?" It's like. I, I, I knew you were a great singer, but yeah. you're just insane now. So nice. I, I think I learned a lot about my voice, a lot about how to uh, use my voice uh, and be more dynamic with my voice. Let's okay. put that Because in Useless Idea, I'm like most of the time I'm just, I'm just belting it and like singing really high or screaming. Yeah. And, and now it brought like another added element. So, uh, yeah. Interesting. That's really, that's really cool, right? Because you're, so you're, like you said, uncomfortable I mean, literally a garage in Russia, right? (laughs) (laughs) But you're, but you're, you're, you seem like a guy who doesn't seem to care if you get outside your comfort zone. Yeah, I love it. But not only the, the, the choice to get outside your comfort zone, but then to execute like a physical muscle, you know, like you're, you're working out, dude. Like you're making, it's, it's Cause you know, some places won't have a PA system. So, so you're just screaming. uh, It's funny. The the first uh, solo show I did in, uh, it was at some bar in New York. So I showed up with the, all these effects, like a looper, a delay, a reverb, and like this whole planned out set with like certain different keys for different songs. <laughs> and, and I'm like, oh, hello, uh, where am I playing today? And they're just pointing up and, uh, to this, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like a balcony, okay. like this small yeah. balcony with, with nothing, no, no microphone. No you're looping just gonna, machine. You're going to be standing up there. 
And then I'm like, okay. And then this guy goes, uh, this uh, like blues man and this uh, woman, they, they, were, they were singing for like 30 minutes and they just killed it. They, and, and like, I'm like, all right. So then I went and I just, I just switched keys of songs and just me and an acoustic guitar screaming from a balcony. Yeah. So, <laughs> and how did it go? Was it well received? It was great. Yeah. And, and then, and that same blues blues man when when i finished my set you know i was like <sighs> he's like hey man that was great <laughs> so he kind of like uh, gave me that uh he uh, reaffirmed little, uh, yeah out of boy well it's go ahead no go ahead yeah and to answer your question um where's where's it going uh well we just put out the record now with double helix records heck yeah, uh, heck young yeah. forever and um I have a bunch of song ideas, like for a possible next, but I I want to kind of let this album be, okay? Because I yeah. I feel like uh, I put so much into it, and like after COVID, and like uh, it was like three years of several like songwriting, or three four years of different songwriting uh, times in my life that made this album. So I kind of like wanna wanna let it be and see where we go with it. So there's some uh, possible shows on the way in the states. Um, yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. In Phoenix. Particularly. Also Clint in January, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, quick question. So you you talk about um uh dang. You know, I feel like every episode there's a thought that just escapes me. And when I just think I grab the rope, the, it's it's That gone. normally yeah. happens to me. So, <laughs> I'm glad it happened I've to you. I've got one. I've, okay, uh, good, good. Cuz he just mentioned like all the songwriting that went into Young Forever. Yeah. Uh what does your songwriting process look like? I mean, Oh, wow. What is and I, and I try to give a little more information on that just based off of previous shows. Um, like, it generally comes down to, like, music or melody or lyrics first. And where, where do the ideas come from, and what's your, what's your process for putting, like, a finished product together? <laughs> well, at this point, uh, after, being, after writing songs for uh, over 25 years, yeah. <laughs> so I, I've tried everything. I've tried... Uh, I normally go to mu- music and melody first. I may just hum something to myself. Uh, yeah, I, uh, here here's a, an example. Like a month ago, I, I went swimming because that's what you do in Philly. Yeah. <laughs> you, you go in October. Like, right? <laughs> yeah, you go. You, well, it's an indoor pool. I was going to okay. say they probably have indoor water parks and stuff. That's true. That's true. When, when I'm swimming, I, okay. So here here's a good example. So if if you're swimming or if you're jogging, I I love running as well. Because it's always good to be doing something with your body, and the mind just starts thinking about other things. Then, yeah, well, I've heard, yeah, I've heard that people yeah, walk or yeah. walk or run or, or run or yeah, I would say lifting weights, which which I do as well. But that, rowing, that, somebody told me I, rowing once. Yeah, so but whatever that, it puts, what I feel like, whatever puts you to the limit where yeah. your mind has to just focus, like your body's being so stressed, yeah, that like you, you just kind or like, of, or it has nothing else to do. Like running is so <laughs> boring to me until yeah. it hurts, so, right? <laughs> and then you got to focus. You know, yeah. So, sorry, so, sorry. so when I'm running. Or swimming, I get ideas. But uh, a month and a half ago, I was swimming, and then I got this idea for a song, a song title. Yeah. And I just started humming it uh, while doing the laps. And I remembered it until I got home because I w- was without the phone. And I, yeah, and I turned that into a song. So nice. I had the chorus. So I, I sat with the guitar, found the chords. And, uh, and then one day, just like the verse idea came to me. And, yeah. and I, I liked the way it went. So. But I've tried lyrics first. I've jotted something down on a notepad and then put music to that. So, yeah, I, I, I tried all that. But I think the best songs come 
uh, when it, when it's unexpected. Sure. And and yeah. they take a matter of minutes to kind of like complete the it's first amazing. draft of. It is. Yeah. The ones I've uh, uh, mulled over for months and, or a long time are the ones normally that are not as good as. Okay. Almost so, like the sign is like if you can put it together pretty quickly. Like yeah, yeah. Or just yeah. The, the first initial idea. Like yeah. all, all the songs on Young Forever, I think, were written in a matter of like minutes, maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. There's one song on that album called The Boy With Glasses where I read a post about a, a friend that was with me in high school. And I was just looking through his Facebook page and I was like, oh, I wonder what happened with that guy. I haven't seen him for like a zillion years. And then I didn't see many photos. And then I found out that uh, he passed away. So that sent me straight to the notepad and to the guitar, and like in ten minutes, I had most of that song. Wow! Yeah. What song is yeah. that? A is boy with glasses. Boy with glasses. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's on uh, the album that's playing in yeah. ambient right now. Which is a you know we didn't realize this. We always like to set you know we do this the, the interview like let's have the music in the back. It makes sense. Yeah. But you are the artist, so this is like. Is this torture for you of like listening to your own stuff? <laughs> right? uh, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> like critiquing it, right? And thinking and no. Or... So I'm hearing a bit of it in the okay. earphones. Okay, so I'm trying much. to like uh, yeah. disconnect myself from that and be <laughs> present yeah. with the questions. Well, I guess that, that's what I was going to ask you earlier. Is like when you say um, with this with this current solo album, you want to just kind of put it out there, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's a big thing for artists is the chip to put it out into the world, right? Like so, some people put it out into the world and they're like biting their nails, like. How many likes am I going to get? How many this? What are their sales going to be for you when you put it out into the world? What does that? What does that mean well, for you? That, that's what I tell other people when they ask me about it. Like, uh, what? What if this doesn't? Uh, whatever. Or yeah. like, some sometimes my father calls me up. So he's like, "How's it going? What's what's going on with the album?" And I'm like, "I don't know what's going on with the album. <laughs> I mean, we put it out there. It's that. happening. Yeah, it's great that we put it out there. Everything else is a bonus. You know." Sure. Yeah. If if you go uh, without expectations, you'll be fairly surprised. Yeah. And I, I went in without expectations. I was just uh, so uh, happy and lucky to meet Jeff and M from Double Helix. Yeah. They seemed like wonderful people. They were totally into the album. And I'm like, these are the people that I want to release the music with. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't think we were going to become friends. I didn't think we were going to, you know, play with their kids and uh, feel like family all of a sudden having beer on a monday morning and yeah yeah <laughs> that too so everything else is a bonus you should yeah you know if if i had to give myself advice or give someone else advice uh, make the songs you want to do don't don't look at trends yeah I, I i don't pay attention to trends i yeah. i see them because it's hard to avoid them sure but i wouldn't write music according to like what's happening now like uh I, I can't write something that sounds I, I can write something that sounds like Taylor Swift or yeah. something like that. And I think Paula would be happy because she loves Taylor Swift. <laughs> she's yeah. like, yes, yeah, she's nodding, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but that's not how I'm going to, you know, and I, I want to go back uh, to the one of the other questions. It's not as if I sit down and write a song and I'm like, all right, we got it because it happened in five minutes. Yeah. Uh, I'm very prolific with the writing. I try to write a lot. I write in tons. And it's like you kind of have to go through that kind of like a haystack to find this magical needle. Yeah. You know, yeah. or like find gold in a pile of uh, horse poop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said that with some authority, too. Yeah. Like, oh, that's that's there, what yeah. songwriting, that's what yeah. songwriting yeah. is like. It's just yeah. like uh, discovering and like digging and digging. And you're like, oh, this, this, is, this is the one I've been waiting for. Yeah. But. I, I feel like it's very easy to kind of like be lazy and say, I, I don't want to go through all that. I want to have the good song. But sadly, songwriting doesn't work that way. So. Sure. 
Well, it's a, you know, to use that analogy, a needle in a haystack, I'll just get a magnet. It's not yeah, going to work. Yeah, You've got to do yeah. the work, right? You've got to put it like that repetition and that failure of, you know, like, I'm so, you know, I lost this. Or with everything. Like, those are, that's the whole line. Yeah, process, with everything. Right? You've got to write a bunch of crappy songs. You want to be yeah. good, good in Thai boxing. You can't be good right away, which I do. <laughs> you do Thai boxing? Yeah, Heck I do yeah, Thai boxing. Nice. So that's, that's one of the only things in, that um, I do. When, when I do it, I can't focus on anything else. Because ah. if you start thinking about songs, you'll get punched right in the face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good for the mind, though, right? That's good for it's the. It's uh, great. It's great. Ah, uh, there's Frankie. Frankie walking. For, hey, Frankie, say hi. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! For me, thanks. Buddy. You guys are good drinkers. I'm kind of slow here. Well, wow. we're. I'm a professional. You, your music is is what your profession is. Our ours is out uh, drinking beer. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Frankie. That's a fantastic Thanks, Frankie. Beer. Well, we should. Should we get this wrapped up? I want to hear his music. Man. I got I wanna, one last question. Yeah, yeah. That. that uh, from the very first session, some friends reached out, and uh, it was Jason DeBoer was our first one. And mm-hmm. they're like, ask him what his favorite guitar strings are. Oh, oh. so first of all, I love Jason DeBoer. He's yeah. a good friend. And uh, I think I'll see him soon, hopefully. Uh, favorite strings. Ah, uh, I'm kind of weird with that. I like... <laughs> <laughs> Great all right. question, then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nailed it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Phosphor Bronze, uh, Ernie Ball, and it's uh, 1254. Because okay. I can't really play 11s anymore. I just end up bending them because, you know, playing so many shows, you also want a big guitar sound. Yeah. Okay. So 1254 is Phosphor Bronze Ernie Ball. All right. How, and Boom. how frequently do you change them out when you're on tour? Uh, like every five, six shows. Okay. I, I, like, them, I like them when they're kind of dead sounding, like dead, deader sounding. Right. I, not I don't super like, bright. Not super bright because, like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean... If I play a, a guitar that the strings are kind of dead, it's super comfortable. Once you say uh, change the strings, it's like everything's bright and it's a, more rigid. Yeah, a, a bit harder to play. Like for like the first day or two, you kind of yeah. like need to get around it. So, yeah, Start breaking in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. they need yeah. to break in exactly. Cool. Well, I broke a string one time. I haven't played my guitar since. So, uh, <laughs> 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 but uh, well, yo, Tom, dude, this. This was great. Uh, huge fan of, of your approach to things. I, I think you. that there are like several lessons, just people in general, whether you're in brewing, food, music, whatever it is, can pull out of it, right? Like yeah. your your commitment to your craft of being true to who you are. Uh, it's it's incredible, man. That's that's a, that's a you are a um, good role model for people who are are wanting to take that path. You Thank know? you. Wow. Thank yeah. you so much. Absolutely, man. So uh, I might take four or five little clips out of this one and just, you know, sell them as motivational speech. You know? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, you've got you know somebody who's traveled the world doing yeah. something he loves, spent his entire life doing it. Well, yeah. that's the, the attitude, so. the mindset. Like, that's, right. that's, uh, that's a tough one, right? I mean, yeah, very Cause, impressive. Because, you know, uh, life, life can break you down. Life can eat you up. Yep. You just got to plow through it. And when you come out the other end, you're stronger and, you know, with a smile. I think that's the beginning of a song. Somehow. Let's go. That's why I'm not the song. All right. You got 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Knock it out. (laughs) All right. Uh, Yo, Tom, so how do people find you? Uh, Just on on, online, like uh, social media? Yeah, they can find me on on Facebook, uh, Yo, Tom Ben Horan, or Spotify, Apple Music. It's uh, under my full name. I've I've given up the idea of changing it to uh, 
Tommy Jones. <laughs> was no, that one I'm, of the recommendations? No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, but my name growing up was Tommy, so I'm okay. like, all right, this will go better with uh, the American audience. I don't yeah. know. If, if I do another style of music, maybe I'll go on. But for now, it's Yotam Ben-Horin. And, uh, yeah, it's on yeah. all uh, anywhere you look, Instagram, yeah. Facebook, anything. All the stuff. Simple shared it a bunch, so yeah. you can probably find it there. And we'll be sharing it more all when the he time. plays here again. And if yeah. anyone wants to work with me on their songs, they can find me on Sound Better. That's another thing I do. Oh, what is that? Uh, well, I'm offering my cert- well, I'm a producer as well. Okay, that nice. also happens. Yeah, yeah, I've produced uh, many bands also for Fat Records. So I'm offering uh, my uh, production services, or you know, working with people pre-production nice. on songs. So, heck yeah, I'm just putting in a little shout out. <laughs> Love it, man. Love it. That's what this is about. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, music. Let's get some music going. All right. All right, ma'am. Let's do it. Tried my best, but it made me stress. You were the last one I thought I loved. From the moment we met, clear vision hit that you fit me like a glove. Had it planned out like an architect How we'd move away and so We'll spend three whole years And I got no tears And all I think about is you I've been nowhere to be alone It's cause I don't wanna compromise I've seen my friends all hit the illusion stick Just glad I still feel alive Though I'm not sure I'll be good at this Whoever said it's black and blue Don't think that I could just let it go yet Cause all I think about is you I'm still caught up in a maze I don't do well with commitment Oh, the adolescent phase Don't want to change it But there's nothing I can do I still got these bones and flesh from home And all I think about is you I still got these bones and flesh from home And all I think about is you Until now, seems like I've never begun. I've done it all, the rise and the fall. Somehow I'm not satisfied. There's a new chapter that's been waiting around. Feels like I'm already in it. I'll keep to myself where nobody else will know where I'm gonna be. There is a place where I won't be a stranger I gotta go right now Nothing to do would happen to you I know that I wanna go back I never really found my place in this world I'm like a traveling circus Lost in a zoo 
Some people are cruel I know I won't be like them There is a place where I won't be a stranger I gotta go right now Nothing to do would happen to you I know that I don't wanna go back I know that I don't wanna go back To the start In a different world, I was a leopard And you a hyena Staring from a mountain top at the world Find ourselves a shelter Get up when it's time to go I don't wanna be your dirty sound Coming off the radio Run that frequency straight into the ground Don't go, don't go This is where we belong Don't go, just stay with me We'll rule the world In a different life we could be lovers Away from the others Two wild cats on the prowl and all alone You could be a jaguar Or some kind of movie star I don't wanna be your Johnny Marr Coming off the radio Playing the electric guitar Don't go, don't go this is where we belong Don't go, just stay with me We'll rule the world And it's safe to breathe On a brave new planet And we'll never leave This world is yours and mine In a different life you were a leopard I was young No one in this world could tell us who to be We can make our own history Together we can set ourselves free Don't go, don't go This is where we belong Don't go, just stay with me We'll rule the world Don't go, don't go Ah, uh -huh. don't go, just stay with me and we will rule the world. Live in the now. Live in the day, live in the summer Listen to sounds, 
listen to ways stay there forever cause you got the time you got the brains but you never use them carry me home carry the weight carry on unto the sun unto the sun unto the sun unto the sun Live in a cage, live in the rage, breathe underwater. Live on the beach, live in the sand, sleep without shelter. Cause you won the prize, you are alive, you have protection. Married to the mother of your child, but there's no affection. Unto the sun, 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 unto the sun. So get it on, on. Tried my best, but it made me stress You were the last one I thought I loved From the moment we met, clear vision hit That you fit me like a glove